On today's episode of Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast, I will be talking about getting inked. If you want to know exactly what I'm referring to, well, go on and go grab yourself a snack, sit back and relax, and let's get this show started. What's up, everyone? This is Elisa, and I hope you all are doing well during this Mother's Day weekend. I am trying to enjoy myself and take it easy because after all, I am a mother, a single mom at that. But aside from that, I want to talk about getting inked. And what I mean by that is getting tattoos. So I just want to share my personal experiences of getting my tattoos overall, starting from the moment I decided to get my first tattoo up to this present moment when I got two brand new tattoos literally two days ago. So let me share the experiences of getting tattooed. So my first tattoo I got done back in December of 2019, days before New Year's Eve. And I went to a tattoo shop in the Bronx called Anarchy Tattoo Studios. And uh, they are located on Middletown Road at the Pelham Bay Park section of the Bronx. So if you're not familiar with that area of the Bronx in New York, I'm sure you can Google search it. If you're not familiar with the tattoo shop, well, they do have a Instagram page. I think they also have a Facebook page too. But recently on Instagram, I had seen that they had posted an announcement that they were closing down the shop. So that sucks, right? I don't know how long this shop has been around, but I know from seeing the posts on the Instagram page, the owner of the shop has been kind of going through some crazy shit um, from the city or pretty much the state. And I don't know why, but whatever he decides to do um i wish him all the best and for everyone else who had worked at the shop but i got my first tattoo done there and i got a lotus flower with some watercolors tattooed above my right ankle and i've thought long and hard about if i were to get a tattoo what would it be of and since i got this tattoo done literally a month after having gastric sleeve surgery um the significance of a lotus flower tattoo represents purity rebirth and new beginnings and i felt this is exactly what the surgery did for me it's given me pretty much another chance at life to help me get healthier and stronger and feel good about myself because i didn't notice the weight loss after having gastrocele surgery until i was three months post-op um, my best friends, an ex-boyfriend had noticed by looking at pictures like a week to two weeks after surgery that just by looking at my face, I was losing weight. They said my face has slimmed down and I'm telling them like, I don't see any difference. I don't know how y'all see it, but I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I know with tattoos, people tell you, like, if you're going to get a tattoo, make sure it's something that is important to you that you're later are not going to have any regrets. So I felt that especially since I'm part Guyanese and I grew accustomed to the Hindu religion because of my mom, who's Guyanese, by the way, and her side of the family, I felt that it was something meaningful for me. So it was kind of also paying respect to my mom and her cultural upbringing that I was brought up with since I was a little girl till now. Um, because my son, he's Guyanese and Puerto Rican, just like me. I say he's my mini me because we're pretty much alike. <laughs> Although his father is 100% Puerto Rican, but my son is every bit of me. You know, we like the same things pretty much. But I want my son to be accustomed to also the Guyanese traditions from my mom's side of the family that I grew up learning. So um, 
I had some pictures saved on my phone of like different styles of a lotus flower tattoo. And I picked the basic one that I liked and I wanted watercolors added to it. Um, the representation of watercolors pretty much symbolizes all of the colorful things I've seen growing up watching Bollywood movies and even attending Hindu weddings or jundis that I've gone to. Um, seeing the way the women are dressed in the colorful saris and Indian attire, you know, I felt like the watercolors of the tattoo represented all of that completely. And um, I was nervous. I didn't know what the pain was going to feel like getting this tattoo done. But I didn't cry. I didn't scream. <laughs> I've been like seeing videos of people getting their tattoos done and people are like, chilling or they're freaking out especially if it's their first tattoo but for this being my first tattoo um it was fine you know even the tattoo artist was very patient with me and just always asking me like are you okay do you need a break i'm like no nah, i'm good it was just like an irritating burning sensation i kept feeling and a little stinging but i was okay i mean come on i've given birth to my son even with having an epidural like i'm good <laughs> So after the tattoo was completed, um, I got to see how it looked. I had pictures taken and I loved the way it looked overall. So I was happy with it. Um, I remember going home and, you know, it was all excited. Like, yeah, I got my first tattoo. It's looking cute on me. And eventually I did show my son the tattoo and he looked at it and he did something that really got me emotional so I don't know if anyone's familiar with Hindu traditions but I know for like weddings in particular when you want to get blessings from like the elders or the parents um you usually have to bow and touch their feet and then the elders or the parents will like touch the top of the person's head that's like, you know, touching their feet. So my son had seen my tattoo and he just like had this big smile on his face and he put his hand on my foot. And I was like, you like it? And he just smiled and clapped and he just like kept touching my foot. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is a sign. This is a positive sign that I'm witnessing. My son is pretty much... You know, I felt like giving me his blessing that he's approving of me getting this tattoo of the lotus flower. And I just like hugged him after that. Like I hugged him and I kissed him. I was like, oh, thank you. You like it. You like mommy's new tattoo. And I just was just feeling so happy at that moment. So then a few weeks go by after getting my tattoo, right? And um, this is like mid to late January. My mom comes over to my house one day and you know we're both in the kitchen i think i was cleaning or something and it was you know nighttime and she asked me is that a sticker on your leg and i said huh and she's like what's that on your leg is that that's not a sticker is it i, I didn't say anything at first but then does she question if i got a tattoo on my leg and i said um yeah she's like what so she looked at it like, what is that? I said, it's a lotus flower. And she's like, oh, you're not getting any more, right? That's it. That's that's it, one and done. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Let me tell you, my mom and a lot of the older women in the family, they don't like tattoos on people. They feel like you should just leave your skin alone and not mess with it. I have a lot of cousins that got tattoos. My mom's sister-in-law... I believe has a tattoo on a forearm somewhere and a nose piercing. But um, yeah, a lot of the older women, whether it's relatives or friends of the family, they don't like tattoos on people at all. So, um, you know, I told my mom, you know, that was it. <laughs> like, I'm getting this one done. That's it. Um, but I ended up getting more. So I'm going to talk about my next tattoo, tattoo number two. My second tattoo, I got done last summer. This was like around July of 2020. And it so happened to be during the year of the coronavirus pandemic and about a month after businesses were opening up in the city. 
So my tattoo artist, you know, was the same tattoo artist who did my first tattoo and also my third, which I'll talk about later on in the podcast. But she we had relocated to work at a tattoo shop in the Upper West Side of New York City. And um, I never been really around this area of Manhattan. So it was like a first for me. But it was cool. I got to the shop with no problem. Um, and getting this tattoo done in particular, like, it was more painful than the first tattoo for some weird reason. So this second tattoo I got above my left ankle. And it's a tattoo in honor of my son who has autism. So basically, it's a autism puzzle piece. And in the center of the puzzle piece is the initial of my son's first name that is surrounded by an outline of a heart and um you know i got the tattoo done but before i got this tattoo done i actually got a touch up on the first tattoo of the lotus flower the watercolors so pretty much i got two tattoos followed by a nose piercing afterwards the nose piercing was kind of a spare of the moment decision um i've always been a little hesitant about it because i suffer from seasonal allergies and even when I catch a cold or have a flu, like I'm always congested and I'm always feeling like I'm dying because I can't breathe through my nose. And I'm always using like nasal sprays and Vicks to rub around my nose so I can breathe better. But um, I was like, fuck it, you know, just get it done. If I don't like it, I can always take out the jewelry from the nose piercing and let my nose heal back. But up till now, I'm still rocking the nose ring the nose jewelry and all that so yeah it's, I believe it's pretty much healed I don't know how long it takes for nose piercing to actually completely heal but I keep switching the jewelry from time to time and uh sometimes my nose piercing does get a little irritated so I still use the saline spray did I say saline saline spray <laughs> and you know clean it out so um yeah but um I remember after getting the second tattoo done along with getting the touch up on the first uh the tattoo artist had wrapped the tattoo with the adhesive to protect it and you know by the time i got home i was able to shower and clean the tattoos with antibacterial soap followed by using the ointments for aftercare and i remember going home my mom's looking at my legs like what the hell like why is your legs wrapped up and then she asked did you get another tattoo so i told her i got a touch up on the first one and i did get a second one I told her the second tattoo was in honor of my son so I showed my son the new tattoo and he just like kept staring at it and staring at it and then he's like smiling and I said yeah that's for you mommy got a tattoo for you and you know he smiled he clapped and he was happy my mom really didn't understand the concept of the tattoo but I had to explain it to her so she could understand and she's like oh you're not getting any more right <laughs> And little did she know I got another one. But, um, you know, I like the way the tattoo looks. I mean, for me, um, I personally don't like a lot of tattoos on people. I mean, if that's your thing, cool. But for me, like, I like basic and simple tattoos. I feel like it's less of a headache to worry about shading and certain styles or whatnot. And when it comes to names... I don't know. I, I'm kind of funny about that. Like, if you get a name of a relative, cool. But don't, I'm telling you this now, do not get a tattoo of a significant other's name. I don't care if that's your boo thing. I don't care if that's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, fiance, husband or wife. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. If you get an initial, you can always cover it up. But a freaking full first name like nah like pfft. let me tell y'all this my son's father right he has two names of two different ex-girlfriends tattooed on him he got these tattoos that are like two and one with names so one way will show one name upside down it's another name so on his wrist he has a tattoo with his ex-girlfriend's name showing one way and then upside down is his name now after my son was born he done went and got a big ass tattoo on his forearm all in black ink 
and big letters one way shows my son's name the opposite way shows my name when he showed me this i looked at him in disgust like what the fuck i told him straight up you're crazy and he says why i said why would you get my name tattooed on you his response because you're the mother of my child this is the fucking lamest excuse I've ever heard in my life of anyone getting a name tattooed on them of supposedly their significant other. Because I told y'all before on the podcast, I was in a toxic situationship with my son's father for four years. I We were never in love, even though he always used the lo- word love towards me, like, oh, love you. It was always to get what he wants, whether... You know, he wanted to go hang out with his so-called friends when he was really cheating behind my back while I'm home playing the desperate housewife, taking care of everything in the home, taking care of the baby, you know what I'm saying? Being the good girlfriend, you know, especially the way that I am. I'm a very faithful gal when it comes to being in a relationship with someone. But he was out and about messing around with God knows who and God knows where. Mm Mm-mm. Like I said, you know, I'm glad that I got out when I did because he clearly didn't know my worth. But eventually it took me a long time to realize what my worth really was. But anyways, he's a fucking fool. Like, why? You got now two ex-girlfriends names tattooed on you. One on your wrist and now one on your forearm. And to say because I'm the mother of your child, that's the reason why you got my name tattooed on you is the stupidest excuse I've ever heard in my life. It's one thing if you get a kid's name tattooed on you and you're the parent. I get it, you know? But come on. I would never. I would never get anyone's name tattooed on me. If if it's kids, nope. I got my son's initial tattooed on me and that's it. I just feel like... I know my kid's name. Like, I don't need to have his name tattooed on me. I got a necklace with his name on it um, that I bought at a festival. I don't even know how much I spent for it, but that's fine, you know? But I got his initial tattooed on me. That's that's perfectly fine. I I know I have relatives who got their kids' um, initials of their names tattooed on themselves. Totally fine, you know? But um, I'm letting y'all know now, do not get tattoos of your significant other's name on you. Please don't do it. I don't care if you're married to the person. Just don't do it. Because I even told this to my son's father. What if we break up? Then what? You're going to live with my name on your forearm for the rest of your life? I just don't get it. But anyhow, going back to my second tattoo. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I'm happy with the way it looked. But yeah, like I said, it was very painful when I got it done. And um, now I want to talk about my third tattoo, like I said, which was done by the same artist who did the first and second tattoo. My third tattoo I had got done on September 1st, 2020, which would have been my dad's 70th birthday. And it was also the day before my son's ninth birthday. And... I've had this particular thought of this tattoo design in mind. More so, the concept of this tattoo in mind back when I got my first one done. I got Motionless in White song lyrics tattooed on my left rib cage. Motionless in White is one of my favorite bands. They have been one of my favorite bands for the last three years. And these lyrics really mean something to me. And I've heard these lyrics in two different Motionless in White songs. The first song was Hourglass. Second song is Disguise. Now, when I heard these lyrics in the song Disguise, the way the vocalist Chris Motionless had belted out these words, I felt the raw emotion when he had said these words. Fear is not my fate. And it just did something to me. It kind of triggered me and had taken me to a place that I never thought I would 
envision myself really seeing and feeling, um, reflecting back to the time I was in a toxic situationship with my son's father for four years, um, being in two car accidents caused by drunk drivers, dealing with almost pretty much life and death situations pertaining to my health. And also with my son being born with a lot of medical complications, not knowing what was going to happen to him after the fact that I had given birth to him. Um, I mean, it's crazy. And I feel like with these lyrics, it really impacted me in some way that I cannot even explain. But it just goes to show that I will not let fear take control over my life, as well as my son, because he's been through a lot since he's been born, like I said. I've been through a lot in my life, whether it was past relationships, car accidents, dealing with medical issues that put me at risk, you know, when it comes to how much time I'm going to have left to live. And I just felt like I need to get these lyrics tattooed on me. And um, I spoke with the tattoo artist who did my first and second tattoo as far as the design of it. And the way the tattoo looks is it's a purple rose. And the lyrics are actually the stem of the rose. And I got it placed on my left rib cage. So since I already have a tattoo above my left ankle, which is in honor of my son who has autism, I felt that placing these lyrics on the left side of me made perfect sense because for the simple fact, my son is left-handed and he had a stroke around the time of his birth. Don't know exactly when it happened. Doctors don't even know when it happened, but it happened around the time of his birth. So because of the stroke ended up causing him to have cerebral palsy. So my son has weakness on his entire right side of his body, but he's strong on his left side of his body. So that was one of the reasons why I got the tattoo in honor of him above my left ankle, because the left side is my son's stronger side. And then with these song lyrics by Motionless in White, I placed it on my left rib cage for the simple fact that no one's going to see it but me. You know, when I'm wearing clothes, no one's not going to see it. And I thought getting a tattoo on the rib cage would be painful, as I've heard some stories from other people who got tattoos done on their rib cage. One girl who follows me on Instagram mentioned that she had a friend with her when she went to get her tattoo done on her rib cage and she was in literal tears, crying and feeling the pain. I really didn't feel a lot of pain. And I went to the tattoo shop by myself. I know it happened that I got my third tattoo done during the coronavirus pandemic, just two months after my second tattoo during the pandemic. But I didn't really feel much pain. Yeah, I felt the annoying stinging sensation. That was it. But I wasn't in agonizing pain. But when I had seen the tattoo completed... I was just blown away. The rose looks so realistic. And the lyrics with the rose, it just looked so beautiful all together. So I was really happy with the way it turned out. Um, the tattoo artist, you know, worked with what I had wanted done, made little adjustments, and yeah, brought my ideas to life, just like with the two previous tattoos I got done by her. So, um, you know, I posted pictures. I even did a TikTok video about this tattoo. And, you know, I tagged Motionless in White. I tagged Chris Motionless. But uh, I really didn't get any acknowledgement from anyone in the band because of it. Well, more so Chris because I tagged him. I didn't tag all the band members. I think I just tagged him and the Motionless in White um Instagram page. I think I posted this video on Twitter as well. But other than that, you know, I'm still a fan of theirs no matter what, whether they like my stuff or not. 
But yeah, these lyrics really have a deep meaning to me. And I'm sure other fans of Motionless of White probably have song lyrics of theirs tattooed on them as well. But yeah, Fear Is Not My Fate is a very powerful statement and a very, very undescribable feeling of what I felt when I heard these lyrics after hearing the song Disguise especially. Um, these lyrics will always hold a very special place in my heart. And not only do these lyrics have a meaning to me, but I know it kind of relates to my son as well, especially what he's gone through since he's been born. You know, we're both fighters. We both never give up, you know, and we're still here. We're still standing. <laughs> Another quote from song lyrics by Motionless and White. And, um, you know, we're living our lives to the fullest. And we're not going to let anything or anyone get in our way from being happy and being loved and also being treated with the utmost respect that we both deserve. So, um, yeah, I hope that gives you guys um, a better idea of what was the reason behind this third tattoo that I got. And I know I'm kind of funny with people getting words tattooed on them or like I mentioned before getting names tattooed on their bodies but if it means something of value and importance to you then go for it if you know you're not going to have any regrets about getting it done then do it but if you're having second thoughts then you really need to think long and hard like is this really worth the investment of spending my own money to getting this tattoo done because let me tell you tattoos are not cheap they are very expensive whether you're getting a little tiny symbol you're getting wording done or something in details large in size you gotta know who to trust to do your work when it comes to tattoos because believe me i did my research so now that you guys know the story behind my third tattoo, let me go on to tell you about my brand new tattoos. My fourth and my fifth tattoos that I got done just recently. So I made a trip down to Tattoo Scene again. Um, a few weeks back, I had a consultation with one of the tattoo artists by the name of Pete, and you can find him on Instagram at Peter Vincent Tattooer. And at the consultation I had with him, we basically went over the tattoo designs that I had sent him pictures of on Instagram and um, letting him know what I would like to get done, um, where I wanted to be placed on my body. And, you know, he was taking down notes and was like, all right, cool. So then I set up my appointment with him, which ended up being three days before Mother's Day. And I said, oh, this is awesome. So this is going to be a belated birthday gift and Mother's Day gift to myself. So that's right, cool. So I get to the tattoo shop and, um, you know, I have to sign a document about, you know, getting tattooed. And uh, I was also looking at jewelry for my forward helix piercing before I started my tattoo session with Pete. And, um, you know, he was going over the designs that I mentioned that I liked and um, I was like given a printout of the design and what I wanted uh, to be changed or adjusted. And then when the corrections were made, I got another printout and I said, all right, this is cool. So if any of you follow me on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok, I'm sure you've probably seen the pictures of my new tattoo, which is the fourth one. And if you're not on social media and you're not able to see the picture. I'm going to let you know what I got done. So basically, since it is a Halloween Beetlejuice inspired tattoo, it consists of a crescent moon with stars, black bats, spider webs, and conversational hearts. So if you're familiar with the candied hearts for Valentine's Day that some people like or maybe don't like, <laughs> that's what I got on my 
right rib cage. That's where I placed the tattoo for this specific one. And the hearts are green, purple, and orange. And it says strange and unusual. So, you know, Lydia Dietz, that's her famous line from the movie. I myself am strange and unusual. And I feel like that's perfect for me. It describes me in a lot of different ways. And I was just having a conversation recently amongst friends and a cousin of mine. How an ex-boyfriend was saying, it sounded like he was complaining. But he stated that all of a sudden... I've gone all goth, dressing in black a lot and wearing dark makeup. And I was never that way when we first met. So I felt some type of way when he said that to me. And it's like I told my friends and my cousin, I was like, I was into the whole goth scene since high school. I had my days where I would go to school dressed in black, wearing dark brown lipstick and black eyeliner. This was way before I got heavily involved with makeup and way before learning about contouring, highlight, concealer, primer, setting sprays, you know, different types of makeup brushes and beauty blenders. You know what I mean? Just the last two to three years, I've joined makeup groups on Facebook. I've picked up tips and tricks on social media like YouTube and Instagram of learning how to do makeup a certain way based on my skin type, facial structure, so on and so forth. So when an ex-boyfriend had made a comment about how all of a sudden I became all goth, dressing too much in black, wearing dark makeup, I felt some type of way. I feel like you don't need to like the same things that I do in order for us to get along with each other. Everyone's entitled to their differences and opinions on a variety of things and not having everything in common. You know the saying opposites attract, right? Well, in this case, I don't know what to say. But I kind of took offense to that comment he said to me about being goth and all that. When I've clearly been into the goth scene, like I said, since high school, even in my 20s and even now in my late 30s, I'm still into the goth scene. I'm, you know, fascinated by it. Um, I know early on in the podcast, if and even if you guys follow me on Instagram and seen my TikTok videos, I'm into a lot of vampire content. I'm a vampire fanatic. I love watching vampire movies vampire tv shows or any documentaries on tv about vampires um i used to read vampire novels in high school and in my early 20s and you know i'm still into that till this very day there's just something intriguing and mysterious about vampires and they're fucking sexy as hell too i mean they don't age they look young always um they have a way of seducing whoever they want you know they have powers they're pretty badass right but um you know going back into the whole getting into like dark makeup and all that yeah like i've really progressed with my makeup skills in my opinion just seeing how my goth makeup looks changed from back when I was in high school up to now being 37. Big difference. Like the saying goes, practice makes perfect. And thanks to social media platforms like YouTube and Instagram, I've learned different things of how to do makeup for myself. And Hey, you know, I'm not a professional makeup artist, but I've been getting compliments from friends saying they like the way they do my makeup. I have one best friend that does photography that mentioned one of his clients wanted me to do their makeup. And I'm like, I've never really put makeup on anyone before like that. Like the way that I do my makeup. He said he would pay me and everything to do his client's makeup or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel some type of way because... I don't want to fuck up the person's makeup job, you know what I'm saying? So 
I don't know if that's going to ever happen, but I'd rather try putting on makeup with my best girlfriends first because they love the way I do my makeup. They're always complimenting me whenever I share pictures with them of how I do my makeup for a certain day, depending on the event or where I'm going. They're like, you got to show me how do you do your makeup? And I'm like, well, let's plan a day where we are hanging out at somebody's house, you know, have all your makeup products and I'll show you what to do and we'll have a good time. But um, going back into that comment, my ex said, which still happened to be a year before we had broken up, I felt disrespected. I kind of felt disrespected, to be honest, because it's like I said, you don't have to like the same things I'm into in order for us to get along. And I just feel like we have to at least have some similarities in common as far as what goals we want for the future. Like, for example, I've never been engaged or married, and I'm hoping that one day in the future that will happen for me. I would like to be someone's wife. I would like to have a husband to call my own. I don't want to get married just to sign a piece of paper or have a piece of jewelry to have on my ring finger. Even though that would be nice, but I want to marry for the right reasons. I want to make sure that the guy I end up marrying is someone that's going to be with me through thick and thin for all the right reasons, for love, for trusting me as much as I would trust him, that he really sees himself with me in that way. You know, getting married is a big commitment than just being boyfriend and girlfriend or even being engaged. If the guy is not going to have that mindset that he wants to have an everlasting future with someone then don't talk to me you're gonna be wasting your time but then I know there's some people that just want to be in a long-term relationship without having the commitment of marriage and that's totally fine I know people in my life you know relatives or friends that are in long-lasting relationships then they're not even married yes some have kids some don't but hey it's whatever works for them right but for me I just can't see myself being 50, 60 years old and just being somebody's girlfriend. (laughs) Sorry, that's not me. But it's just, I'm a hopeless romantic, you guys. You guys have to understand that. So I'm hoping that something like marriage will happen for me one day. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, at this point, I'm a single gal. I don't know when I'm going to get back into the dating scene because right now we're still dealing with the whole coronavirus pandemic. And, um... I do know what I want exactly. Like I said, I would like to get married one day in the future, but if that's ever going to happen, who knows? But once I get back in the dating scene, I honestly would like to date someone that would like to get married in the future one day, that wants to have the family life and is family oriented. And me being a single mom, I don't mind dating a single dad. I'm just letting y'all know right now. But... I do not want to date a single dad that has multiple kids with multiple women. That is a big no-no. Not happening over here. (laughs) So if he's a single dad with just one child, with one person, I'm cool with that. And if he wants kids in the future, then that's awesome because that's what I want. But if I end up dating a guy that has no children, but eventually wants children, then that's fine too. You know what I mean? So now I'm kind of getting carried away. Now I'm talking about my love life. I should be talking about tattoos. But um, but like I said, you know, you don't have to like the same things as other people like in order to get along and have respect for each other. But that comment my ex said, that really pissed me off. And that's why he's an ex. That's why we're not together. And I'm living my life to the fullest. Happy, no stress, no drama, nothing. I'm good. But going back into this tattoo, my Beetlejuice Halloween-inspired tattoo that says Strange and Unusual. So like I said, I feel like I am Strange and Unusual in certain ways. Yes, I'm into the goth aesthetic. Yes, I'm into vampires because I love watching vampire movies, vampire TV shows, or documentaries. I used to read novels back in high school up into my early 20s. Um, sometime after my birthday in April, I got myself the Prince Vlad Funko Pop figurine from Hot Topic to go with my little collection of figurines that I have. And ain't nobody going to tell me to change. I'm telling y'all right now. 
Don't let nobody tell you to change to please them. Fuck that. You do what makes you happy. So going back into this tattoo again, um, I believe this tattoo took about two hours to complete. And I was just laying there, getting inked, not moving. And of course, I was wearing my mask because, you know, the whole coronavirus and social distancing. Gotta wear a mask. Um, I kept biting my lip. I was facing the opposite direction while Pete was doing my tattoo. <laughs> and which was kind of weird. The whole session, it was quiet, but there was music playing at the tattoo shop, which was fine because it was distracting me and not having me think about feeling the constant annoying stinging sensation from getting tattooed. Um, but after the tattoo was completed, Pete had let me know he was done and told me to look in the mirror to take a look at it. And I noticed um, the moon was like orange and yellow and i know at the consultation i had told him i wanted the moon and the stars to be yellow so i had told him hey the moon is orange and yellow like uh i wanted the moon to be yellow so he said he'll fix it for me to add more yellow so i was like okay cool so i was like in my head oh my god here we go with the paint again <laughs> so then um he colored in the moon more yellow and then he explained to me that once the tattoo starts healing the color's gonna look brighter and i said okay not a problem. And then um, I went back to the front of the tattoo shop at the waiting area so he could work on the second design for the second tattoo that I was going to get done, which would be my fifth tattoo. And I will talk about my fifth tattoo in just a moment. So with this second tattoo, I had got done at Tattoo Scene, which is now my fifth tattoo. I got it done on my left wrist, and it's the Hindi word Shakti, which means strength. The reason why I got this tattoo done is for the simple fact that I am part Guyanese. I'm also Puerto Rican, in case you didn't know. But I grew up accustomed more to the Guyanese culture and as far as the religious upbringing, my Guyanese side of the family is mostly Hindu. My mom is Hindu. She's Guyanese. And I've been to a lot of different religious functions for the Hindu religion in my Guyanese side of the family. I've been to weddings. I've been to like church for like, you know, Sunday prayer. If you were to go to like a Christian or Catholic church, um, I've attended funerals for the Hindu religion and um, celebrated certain holidays also for the Hindu religion, like Diwali and Holi, Pagwa. Those are some Hindu holidays that I've celebrated with my mom and her side of the family. So I've mentioned about my third tattoo, which was the motionless and white lyrics, Fear is Not My Fate. And I mentioned that it's a rose with the lyrics that are the stem for the rose and the color of the rose is purple and i didn't explain this early on but i'm, I'm explaining now the reason why i picked to get a purple rose done is because i know with motionless and white a lot of their merch or even like promos for like songs or music videos um the color purple is pretty visible and I've spoken before on the podcast how I was a victim and survivor of domestic violence. And Domestic Violence Awareness Month is in the month of October. And the color that represents that is purple. So I felt that having this purple rose tattooed with the song lyrics would go perfectly together. Like I said, the lyrics Fear is Not My Fate has a lot of meaning to me. And then getting this... Hindi word Shakti tattooed on my left wrist complements the fears on my fate tattoo because having the strength to say to myself that I'm not allowing fear to take control over my life to kind of bring me down and not being able to rise to the top to just do bigger and better things. Come on now. So, um... Regarding the design of this tattoo, um, I had a picture saved on my phone for like over a year now of the way Shakti is supposed to be written in Hindi. 
and actually submitted the image um, through email to the tattoo shop the day of my tattoo appointment. And um, I mentioned to the gentleman who works at the front desk, I didn't catch his name, um, how I wanted the tattoo to look. I said, I don't want it to look like the one in the picture on my phone. I want it to look a little more edgier. So he printed out two different styles of the word Shakti in Hindi. One was bold, kind of like gothic looking. And then the other looked kind of simple, almost like script style. So I was like, not like the first image. So then he was like, all right, cool. So then um, Pete, my tattoo artist at Tattoo Scene, he had shown me the printout of the first design that I liked that was printed out at the shop and I'm comparing it to the image I have on my phone I said wait a minute hold up something don't look right <laughs> so the beginning of the word Shakti in Hindi um it looks like the number two and the image I had on my phone it didn't have the loop but the printout that Pete had made it had the loop and I said yeah that's wrong this is not what I have on my phone so he mentioned to me you know he doesn't know too much about like foreign like writing and stuff like that so I said I wanted to like the image on my phone as long as it looks like that then we're cool you know what I mean <laughs> so then you know so he looked at the image I had saved on my phone and compared it to the printout he made for me of the new style that I liked and he was like he was gonna work on it you know make the changes I was like okay no problem so I waited at the waiting area of the tattoo shop and then um he showed me the new printout of the correction that was made and then I compared it to the image I saved on my phone and I said okay this is the right way so then um he start you know to tattoo my wrist and uh I looked at it when it was completed and I was like oh my god I can't believe I got this shit done holy crap like I never would have thought I would get a tattoo on my wrist because for me I never wanted a tattoo on my arm and since I got my first tattoo done almost two years ago, I always said I want to get basic tattoos, nothing too over the top. But if you see the Halloween Beetlejuice inspired tattoo, yeah, I think it's over the top because it's very detailed and very colorful and large in size compared to the others that I got done. But I also feel like with this tattoo, I also got it in honor of my mom because my mom is a strong woman. And, you know, after my dad passed away, um, just seeing how much he has gone through without my dad, I mean, I don't know how my mom does it. She's an amazing woman and she's now 65 years old. She'll be 66 in October of this year. And um, even now, she's she's just amazes me like she just had knee replacement surgery back in January of this year and um I, I just don't know how she does it she's a wonder woman to me you know what I mean and I'm grateful to God that you know she's still here and if it wasn't for her I don't know how I would be the woman that I am today I don't know how she does it but I love her tremendously she doesn't know it but when it comes to saying I love you in my family you don't really hear anybody say that to one another the only person I know in my family that says I love you is my abuela my grandma from my Puerto Rican side of the family my dad's mother she's the only person I've known my whole life that says I love you to me and to my son and to everyone my parents growing up, like, I've never really heard them say I love you to me as a kid. I know my mom, now that she's been a grandma for a decade, you know, she'll tell my son I love you. I'm like, but what about me? <laughs> oh, your daughter. Like, you don't say I love you to me. But is that, you know, there's some people, especially parents, they have their way of showing they love their kids or grandkids. You know what I'm saying? If they don't verbally say I love you, they have their ways of showing it. I guess my mom's way of showing it is, you know, giving me a hug, giving me a kiss on the cheek, telling me to take care of myself. Um, or like for birthdays or Christmas, she'll get me a gift. It's usually money. Like here, go get something for yourself. You know, happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Or even Mother's Day, she'll probably give me money. Like here, go get something. You know what I mean? But I love my mom. 
she's a badass woman. And um, if you're wondering how I'm the woman I am today, she's one of the reasons why. And um, I'm really happy that I got this tattoo done because, like I said, having the strength that I got over time, it's unbelievable. So with that being said, um, I had a pretty good experience at Tattoo Scene. Um, the shop is pretty big in size. I was really shocked because this was the second tattoo shop in the Bronx that I've visited and got my tattoos done. So um, will I get more tattoos in the future? I don't know. There's actually um, one design I had in mind. I was supposed to get three tattoos done the day of my appointment, but I was holding out on the third one because I wasn't too sure if I really wanted it. And it was actually a musical note that I wanted placed behind my left ear. And I was like, I don't know how the pain is going to feel. Do I really need to get the specific design done? Is it that important to me? But then after I got the strange and unusual tattoo done on my right rib cage, I changed my mind. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get the musical note. I'm going to hold off because it's not really all that important to me. Um, if you're wondering why I would get the musical note tattooed done, it's because I love music. And the music is a part of my life. I listen to music all day, every day. And it also deals with my son, too, because my son is a music fanatic like I am. He's been listening to music since he's been the womb, since I was carrying him for like nine months. You know what I mean? So music plays a big role in both of our lives. So yeah, I figured, you know what? If I decide to get the musical note tattoo done at a, another time, that's totally fine. I have the design of the specific style I wanted saved on my phone. So, But there's another tattoo I would like to get done in the future, maybe. And um, it's a religious tattoo. And uh, I'm not going to say where it is because I'm still thinking about it. So you'll have to wait and find out when the time comes. If I do decide to get it done, then I'm going to let y'all know. But for right now, it's top secret. But um, now I have five tattoos. And I'm doing okay for the most part. Um. The one on my right rib cage, like I said, the Halloween Beetlejuice Spy tattoo, it's very detailed, very colorful, it's large in size, and it's painful. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, it is painful, but I am taking care of my tattoos. You know, I am cleaning it with antibacterial soap, I am using the ointments that I had purchased at Tattoo Scene. Um, I did get a little discount on the ointments, so that was cool. So thank you, Tattoo Scene. I've didn't get the guy's name, but he gave me a discount on that ointment stuff that I bought. So <laughs> if he's listening, thank you. I appreciate it. But um, if you're considering getting a tattoo, please make sure it's something that you want that you're later not going to regret. Really know what you're doing. That's all I'm saying. Because with my tattoos, I had to make sure it was something I really wanted it took me some time to really think about the details of how I wanted my tattoo design to look, so on and so forth. And also making sure you pick the right tattoo artist, knowing how much experience they have, knowing what's their expertise as far as the type of style of tattoos they do. Because the reason I picked Pete was because I've noticed he's done like a lot of Halloween-oriented style tattoos and um that's why I had wanted him to do my Halloween Beetlejuice inspired tattoo and um the Hindi tattoo I got on my wrist I mean it was pretty basic so I'm sure you know I figured he would do it just fine and he showed me the designs that he printed out and yeah there were some boo-boos there were some corrections that had to be made and he did it with no problem he didn't complain or anything because believe me I felt like I was being a pain in the ass that day <laughs> Oh my goodness, I felt so bad because I'm like telling the gentleman at the front desk and I'm telling Pete like, can you change this? Can this be smaller? Like asking them to make certain adjustments and I feel bad. So hopefully I wasn't annoying them the fuck off <laughs> that particular day. But um, 
hopefully they didn't say anything bad when I left the shop. So I don't know. But <laughs> uh, overall, my experience at tattoo scene was a good one. I felt welcomed when I went for my consultation. And then when I went back for my tattoo appointment, you know, I felt one and the same. The staff was very nice and friendly and very courteous because um, while I was waiting to get my tattoo done with Pete, uh, one of the employees came into the shop and had asked if I had wanted anything from the store, like if I wanted water or something. And I told him, no, thank you. So I thought that was nice because when I got my first three tattoos done, uh, the tattoo artist never asked if I wanted anything. Uh, but during the tattoo sessions, she did question like, are you okay? Do you need a break? And, you know, we'll let her know if I'm okay or not. But for the most part, I was just saying I'm okay. I just wanted the tattoos to get done and over with. But after my first tattoo was completed by Pete, the strange and unusual tattoo, you know, he questioned about the pain tolerance and all that. So I told him I was fine. And I mentioned that the tattoo I got above my left ankle actually hurt the most compared to the other tattoos I had done. And he's like, really? I was like, yeah. So if you guys want to get information about Tattoo Scene, feel free to follow them on Instagram at Tattoo Scene, which is spelled T-A-T-T-O-O-S-E-E-N. And this shop has been around since 1986. This is what Pete told me when I had asked him how long has the shop been around. And uh, I was actually two years old back in 1986. I'm 37 now, in case you guys didn't know. My birthday was back in April. April 2nd, to be exact. So, uh, I also had asked Pete how long he's been tattooing. I believe he mentioned 10 to 11 years. And also, here's a fun fact about Pete. He has his own podcast. And if you guys want to check out his podcast, it's called Where to Stick It. And... He mentioned the podcast is with him and the other gentlemen who work at the tattoo shop of Tattoo Scene, and they talk about movies. So definitely check their podcast out. I know I will, and uh, see what they talk about. I, I know they talked about Mortal Kombat. I'm very curious to hear what they have to say about the new version of Mortal Kombat. And I know they talk about other movies as well, but I'm definitely going to look into the Mortal Kombat episode because I've seen the movie already twice. <laughs> but if you guys want information about my tattoo artist at Tattoo Scene, Pete, you can find him on Instagram at Peter Vincent Tattooer, which is spelled P-E-T-E-R-V, as in Victor, I-N-C-E-N-T-T-A-T-T-O-O, E-R. Give him a follow, check out his amazing work, and if you guys want to see the tattoos he did for me, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at sweettalk underscore Alisa, and that's spelled S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. So if you guys have any questions you want to ask me, you want to say what's up, you're more than welcome to DM me on those social media platforms I just mentioned. And if you have the Anchor app, you guys can call in and leave a voice message for me. And who knows, I may feature your message on a future episode of the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. Since tomorrow is Mother's Day, I would like to wish all of you beautiful, amazing, badass mamas out there whether you're a mom stepmom bonus mom an auntie a grandma or just play a mother figure in a child's life i want to wish all of you a happy mother's day being a mom is hard work we make a lot of sacrifices as mothers but we do what we can to make sure that our families are all taken care of and I'm a single mom of a child who's disabled and has special needs. My one and only firstborn, who is my miracle baby, my son, Ethan. Mommy loves you so much. I am grateful 
to God that you're in my life and that you've chosen me to be your mommy. So being a mom is one of the best jobs that I've ever had in my life. And I would choose being a mom over anything. So on that note, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. Much love and blessings to each and every one of you. And until next time.